Welcome to the Church X Leaders Podcast. On today's episode, we are airing a guest slot that we did with the CJ Honesty Podcast team, where we talked about the church, we talked about leadership, we talked about money, we talked about the spiritual side of music, and everything in between. I encourage you to take a look at their podcast, the CJ Honesty podcast, as well as I encourage you to follow us right here at the Church X Leaders podcast right on Facebook. And I mean, if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, I invite you to go wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment or review. Tell me what you love about this episode or better yet, send me a voice note on Anchor to let me know what you want to hear more of in the future. As well, If you want more ideas or just want to connect with me, then I encourage you to check out the Church X Leaders Facebook page where you can connect with me personally and learn more about the amazing episodes that we have in store, as well as If this is your first time tuning in, I just encourage you to subscribe to the show so you can hear all the amazing things I have coming up in the next few weeks. Welcome to another episode of CJ Honesty. And today we are actually collaborating. This is a joint effort on today with our fellow podcaster, Jamie McKenzie. He has a podcast by the name of... Church X Leaders podcast. And uh, he focuses on a whole lot of things about the church and the leadership of the church. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about the different aspects and the opinions of music. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about church leadership on today. Jamie. Hey. Thank you for uh, doing this with us. And I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to be a part of it. Joining the CJ Honesty family. So, very glad. Definitely. Yes. So, let's let's start it right. Let's start this thing right off, man. Right off. Well, let's let's give. Uh, But, uh, yeah, let's let's tell them a little bit more about Jamie, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Jamie actually is a part of an organization called Blue Organ Spaceflight, uh, where he actually had his musical content was actually sent to space. And that's I, that is, cool. yeah, that, that's cool right there. Yeah, that is cool. Never heard anyone doing that. Yeah. Never had the opportunity to. So what was they like, listening to your content in space? What was that? So I was selected just this past year. Um, to have my content flown into space, so that was a wide range of things. So there's a picture of me and you know the actual content itself. So it's actually really cool, um, mm. just getting to see that and watching the actual flight on TV. Oh my gosh, like it was, it was phenomenal. So it was up there for quite a bit of time, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Wow! Wow, nice. And well, who who are you repping? Who am I repping? Yes. In terms of the company, uh, this company called OWC. Okay. Uh, OWC. So they, OWC Computers, they make a whole bunch of Mac products. I love them greatly. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I gotta thank him for it. Wow, wow. And he's all, and you're also from Toronto, Canada. Mm, right. Yeah. Right. Toronto, Canada. How I, is yeah. it? I've been there once. It's pretty cool. Really? <laughs> cool. I want to move there now. I would go to Canada. I would live there. Hey, hey, I got, I got, I got, there's a lot of good things. We got the CN Tower, we yeah. got French fries, and we got the biggest go kart go track in Canada. Oh, so. I didn't go to oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, if you guys not dealing with what we got to deal with down here. Hey, hey, we still got a, we still got a prime minister that, that loves our country greatly. So, I mean, you know what? At the end of the day, we're all in the same boat together, so. I hear you. I hear you. So how are we going to start this off? We talking about church leadership yeah. first? So I'm going to, um, I want to ask you, we're going to talk about like, you know, pastors. We're going we're gonna to get into um, yeah. question about pastors. And so, you know, a lot of people, you know, have heard or know about T.D. Jakes and like people like Joel, Joel Osteen. Osteen. Mm -hmm. So. You know, when it comes to pastors, sometimes people assume, especially those who are non-believers, that they um, get rich or wealthy by, like, the, the money ties. they get from the church. Mm -hmm. So like, should pastors show their wealth through materialistic things? What do you think about that? Um, I, I think that pastors should be humble in the fact that, they, you know, yes, you have multiple streams of income. Yes, you have book deals. Yes, you have a podcast. Yes, you have... TV. Yes, you have um, all these things, but really and truly, you don't need to be flaunting your wares. I mean, I was on Instagram the other day and I lost, you know, they have this thing called church kicks. So they, they literally take a picture of every pastor's sneaker that they wore and how much did that sneaker cost? So from a Nike Air Max all the way down to, I mean, some Balencia shoes. I mean, oh, wow. So, I mean, it all comes down to this. Like, if, if just be humble in your approach. I, 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 Honestly, just be humble in your approach. You don't need to flaunt your wealth because we all know that, yes, you are getting paid to serve the gospel. Yes, you are getting paid from other sources of income, but you don't really need to flaunt your wealth, especially when mm -hmm. it's not a true representation of your of the, of the co congregation at large. Mm -hmm. mm. And I, I agree because especially during this time, during the pandemic, a lot of people are losing their jobs and is I think is very um cocky or it's not being considerate of other people's feelings what in yeah. their situation if you always like oh well I gotta lose Vuitton bag or whatever or um another like new car like people are going through stuff like why put it out there you know just because you just feel like and you just care about what you show. Like I, I think especially now I don't think is the right move. For mm -hmm. pastors to do all that because they're in that position, people watch them. You know, yeah. they have like an eagle eye. <laughs> Absolutely, you're you're as a leader, you're the front line. Mm -hmm. So everyone watches your move. Whether you have a fall from grace, whether you make a lot of money, whether you are you know just starting out, everyone watches your move, and they're looking to you to lead them to the future. The worst thing you could do as a leader is show off your wealth and then not lead people to the future like mm -hmm. it makes no sense because that means you're just in it for the monetary game you're mm -hmm. making a hundred thousand dollars a year or fifty thousand or twenty five thousand dollars a year or 
or you're in it just for the kicks that you can wear or the nice suits that are so extravagant that cost a thousand dollars or so i mean really and truly i think that's the most important thing hmm. let's let's come at it from a different uh perspective mm -hmm. so let's say so a lot of people don't know that td jakes um actually at one point was living on the uh street and mm -hmm. came from a poor neighborhood wow. and everything yeah um so with him with god per se bringing him to where he was to where he is now which is a very 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 dramatic uh difference should he be um he, definitely i think he should be proud of you know where how far god has brought him but like you said with knowing that information even knowing that should he still flaunt what he has you know um i think as a people we have to also look at um oftentimes we think that you know i want to be here in my life and then we see somebody like td jakes mm -hmm. and they say well oh well td jakes is just some robbing or whatever you want to call him you know and it's like okay well you're speaking bad about somebody where you want to go you want to be at where he is in his life but you're speaking ill of him you know that's the other part of that you know and another part is that he gives to a lot of um jails and prisons he speaks to a lot of those men that are in there you know the whole woman thou art loose oh yeah and it wasn't that movie he did too yeah i think yeah. it was a movie yeah. as well and i think he mm -hmm. he gives to a lot of uh the community and charities too and charity yeah. i think uh um, very giving person. yeah if that's the other part of that and then like with uh brian karn i believe mm -hmm. um he has in his church he had literally has members who he put in he put like i believe three plus blocks of houses down yeah i heard about that yeah oh, wow. and I put people know. in houses oh. so it's like okay we're mad at the preachers when we see that they have money but when they're doing stuff like mm. that can we really be mad at them oh good question you know? yeah. that's a very good question yeah. even for the um for yeah. unbelievers i would say you know uh, there's church people too that say you know don't preach the prosperity but okay the bible tells us to give to the poor does it not yep so blessed it, are the poor yeah uh say, say that again jamie blessed are the poor yeah so blessed are the poor so you know unto me you've done the least you know that's what jesus said mm -hmm. you didn't feed me you know you didn't clothe me naked i wasn't you didn't clothe me so basically saying you know because he he is those people in that sense to yep. your brother and everything <laughs> so okay if i have to feed the poor why is it that if i get into a position to where where td jakes creflo donner uh dollar benny hen brian Kahn, joe lowstein if i get into those financial situations why is it that i'm not allowed to be in those situations i'm looked at as this evil preacher that just wants all the money 
but I'm supposed to get. But at the same time, you want me to give to the poor. It doesn't make sense. Mm. So you don't want me to be rich, but at the same time, you want me to give everybody things. Which one is it? Which yeah. one? You know, <laughs> yeah, good question. That's, that's, a, question. Yes, that's, that's a, a loaded question, John. What? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's like ding, 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 ding. That's like right yeah. on the nose. Well, yeah. here's what I would say. Here's what I would say, okay? Mm. It shouldn't matter, like, if you look at it, uh, like, yes, you provide housing. A lot of the giving that a lot of these pastors have, they don't publicize it. Unfortunately, mm. they don't un they don't publicize it because mm. a lot of the stuff, because it's Stigma, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like you saying, it's just like you saying that, like, if I give, everyone should notice that I give. Well, your giving is in secret. A lot of the stuff, like, if you said, hey, you know, a church needs testing or a church is, you know, you know, having beds inside their actual facility to feed mm -hmm. people, um, you know what? A lot of that stuff doesn't have to be public, mm -hmm. but as long as the membership, and the congregation and the unbeliever or the unchurched or the de-churched yeah. can see that, mm. then it's not a bad thing, right? Mm. As long as you show transparency about what mm. the funds are being used for, where it's going, how it's being used, exactly. people, people will continue to give and support. That's the, that's the thing we don't understand about when it comes to church. That's what I'm trying to under, I'm trying to process this because it's like, if you don't understand where the funds are going, it's not always to the pastor. There's expenses. There's overhead. There's lights. There's, you know, you got to take care of the musicians. You got to take care of the, the admin staff. You got to take mm -hmm. care of your itinerant preachers who come in and your guest preachers mm -hmm. um, and everybody else. And then you're giving up the causes and all that. As long as you demonstrate where it's going, how it's going, why it's going, People are more likely to be a part of that mission and not judge you because you're 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 using the funds to help people and you're still able to show off the wealth that you have. That yeah. that the word key word that he said was transparency. Yeah, that's I what I always say. The churches yeah. from here on out, especially now that we have a I think this is one of the reasons I won't get too deep into that, but mm -hmm. I think this is one of the reasons why we're in the virus now is because God needed us to church and everybody pretty much to sit down for a minute and rethink how we're doing things. I think we got caught up into doing things the way we wanted to do it and not really doing it the way God wanted us to do it. Exactly. So I'm saying that to say this is that I really think that it's okay to be financially in that spot, you know, in that bracket. Um, but like you said, Jamie, I think you should be transparent with your people mm -hmm. and say, this is what this money, your ties is going to. We're paying this light bill. This is what the light bill. Now, this might sound too much to some pastors out there, but in order to get people's trust back, you have to give you have to give something. You have to give them something to trust. You might think it's none of their business, but honestly, it kind of <laughs> is because yeah. they're the ones that's giving the money. So I would say to all the pastors, the bishops and the apostles out there that got churches, I would say literally have a list, especially maybe not so much to your to the members, but at least to the leaders, have a session with them to where you're like, you know, this is what 
um this these tires are going to yeah. this is what the bill is for the electricity bill the gas bill this is what we're giving out for food this is what we're spending on this and that this we got to play uh every two months that we do we got christmas mm -hmm. plays and stuff like that mm -hmm. this is this goes to um the musicians that, you know everywhere yeah. everything yeah. they should be able yep. to see that and they'll be more prone mm -hmm. to give and i think even you should some people might disagree but i think even with the members um as long as they're a member of the church not yeah. just some random person the members should be able to know um what the where the money is going because then yeah. they'll feel okay this pastor is being honest with me mm -hmm. and being transparent with me maybe this is something that i wouldn't mind pouring my uh money into or, or per yeah. se uh, the ground that you sow your uh season to yeah they'll feel more like a part of it mm -hmm. of the um process so yeah and that like way being the no being they'll be in the know of things absolutely you know? yeah yeah if companies can do it if companies produce an annual report why can't the church yeah, a good question. That's, no, that's that's just, that's just that's just the honest truth. But if you mm -hmm. really think about it, at the end of the year, every company seems to say, "Here's our annual report. Here's what we do." And mm -hmm. I know that yes, yes, there there are churches that have the board meeting. I'm not disputing that, right? I'm not mm -hmm. disputing that. But what I'm saying is this, okay? If you know that, like, even right now, okay, even mm -hmm. right now, most churches had to pivot because they were never live streaming in the first place, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Because of that, they had to raise funds to get camera, to get a mixing board, to get you know somebody to run who's media or train a volunteer to run those cameras yeah. or learn how to invest in the technology and, yeah. and learn how to use know, and all that yeah. and pro different programs. Yeah, like most gotta, oh. most people didn't know how to even what Zoom was before yeah. Zoom even came hot exactly. on the scene. Like. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then now they realize that like Zoom is not going anywhere. It's a billion dollar company, it ain't going anywhere. But at the same time, you have to raise all the funds because you couldn't pay the you couldn't pay the bills. But now you're calling for people saying hey, we need X amount of dollars to increase our live stream capability so we can reach more people, that we can give more. And that's an effort of transparency, right? Mm -hmm. And every church has to scramble on their feet and pivot and adjust because here's my thing. Crisis brings acceleration, okay? Yeah. And if you can't accelerate in the middle of a crisis, then you are not a leader that can lead in the future. Mm. Mm. That is, yeah. that's a strong, strong yeah. one right there. That's very strong. Yeah. That was a really strong statement. Wow. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. That was right a good there. one, yeah. That was it. You hit it on the nail, Jamie. Yeah. For real, with that. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a crazy thing. I think a lot of people, especially backsliders, people that or uh -huh. people that have been hurt by the church, uh -huh. they see pastors, you tithe, and then you see pastor pull up with a Bentley, <laughs> yeah. but the the um nothing has changed about the church. You know, I don't think they would be upset seeing the pastor pull up with with a Bentley if. They saw the lights was changed in the church. That they saw mm -hmm. uh, some uh, painting, uh, painting the walls was different. The parking yeah. lot had more space. It's more space to park yeah. outside. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a fence was put up at the church. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think it's. I, yeah. I, that's where the disconnect comes in. 
you know, I think that's why so many people feel like they have been betrayed or hurt or walked away from the church because a lot of people are like, oh, I can get Jesus on my own. I can yeah. be in his presence yep. on my own, which is true to a degree. You can get the presence on your own, but there is, there does come something with um, fellowshipping, fellowshipping yeah. with other, other believers mm -hmm. because there's going to come times where you, even as a believer, you start to have you fall down, mm -hmm. you make mistakes, you start doubting, you get into depression, anything like that. And also, it's for support as well and to support. support our fellow mm -hmm. Christ, um, Christian um, friends and, and yep. anyone really mm -hmm. in the community, the community in general. Mm -hmm. So, yep, I agree with you one hundred percent. And this is and you said you not you said it right on you said it right on point where you said you know the community rallies around you. In yeah. other words, I say this. Community brings connection, and connection brings community. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Because if we can't connect as a people, as a society, as mm -hmm. as, as, a, as a body, mm -hmm. then it makes no sense in terms of where we're going and how we're how we're going and why we're going. Right? Mm -hmm. The reason why we have so many problems and the reason why we have so many issues is because there's a mismanagement of expectations. And when there's a mismanagement of expectations, that's why problems ensue. That's why we're seeing pastors get into scandals. That's why we're seeing, you know, financial mismanagement. That's why we're seeing people walk away. We're seeing young people ask, you know, why are, why are you leaving the church? It's, it's because the church hurt, or if you want to coin that term, church hurt. Mm -hmm. um, or other things. That's why I say like the leadership. Yeah, well. yeah, and the leadership too, right? Mm -hmm. So everything starts from the top, as we we've always heard in the corporate world. But at the same time, mm -hmm. community around the leadership, around the board of directors, around the musicians, around the worship team, around you know the actual congregation itself brings connection. That's why we're seeing so many people that are older than us mm -hmm. not feel they they. Everyone said it like, hey, you know, we went to worship in a virtual. It was great. It was phenomenal. Like when we were back in March, it was great. And then now we're in January of 2021. And it's like, I'm tired of seeing the screen. I kind of want to get out. I want to get out and, you know, be able to do that. And I can't do that because mm -hmm. what we considered normal is now not normal. Because yeah. crisis brought acceleration. Crisis brought loyalty issues. Crisis brought, you know, using digital as kind of like the it's the door. Hey, come watch my live stream, but really it's not a means to the end, right? Yeah. Come to my building and all that stuff. So that's what I'm saying. It it all comes back to mismanagement of expectations. Mm. Other thing with mismanaging of expectations is the other side is I I guess some people say I don't know. I have to really think about it, but some people say that we put the pastors um, at this point to where back in the day, we they, I don't see people doing this now, but people used to actually go to hospitals and pray for people or yeah. um, they used to go to people's houses and pray oh. for them as well. You know, we—I don't know what happened to everybody. Not even just church <laughs> people, but we used to be allowed. You used to be allowed in your next door neighbor house. Now, you know, yeah, you, can't, know, go you, you can't, can't go anywhere. Yeah, you, you can't go out. anywhere now. Yep. But yep. you know, especially with the churches, you somebody said they were sick. 
sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, mother so-and-so was going over there giving you soup. What else do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Here's prayer with that, yeah. you know, and along the way, we stopped doing that. And the only person that you want praying for you is pastor, you know. So is it fair to say, oh, I only want pastor to pray for me. I only want pastor to come to my hospital. But what if pastor send one of one of the leaders to go pray for you? And you'd be like, no, I don't want the leaders to go pray. Yeah. I want pastors to pray for me. Yeah. Like, and forgetting that pastor is still just a man, yeah. you know, or a woman. Yeah, you people know. put pastors and and all on and bishops on like a pedestal. Mm -hmm. That's yep. what a lot of people do. Yeah. They forget that they're people too. They're mm -hmm. the same as us. No, they're, they're they have drama. They have to family. do what they to do what they need to do. But mm -hmm. at the same time, just like Jesus, you have a spiritual side. Then you have a but you have also have the humanity side. Mm -hmm. you know? So when you don't give that, just like when celebrities um, say, for instance. You know, oh, before you take this picture with me, let me sit down. I'm eating with my family right now, yeah. and I'll mm -hmm. take the picture with you. It's kind of like the same thing with pastors. Like, you know, you see your pastor out with their family. Like, you talk, you went up to pastor, and you talk to him, or try to talk, try to talk to him for 20 minutes about a scripture or something like that, and he's out with the family, or whatever, like that. Yeah. So, so it's like, do we we hold our pastors on another, almost like they celebrities in, in some cases. Yeah. yeah. So we can we really be surprised that some of these pastors have a celebrity demeanor about them when that's oh, how we've been? That's how we yeah. treat. That's how, how we treat them. Yeah. Treating them like we're, we put them on the pedestal mm -hmm. like celebrities. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, not just pastors, not just pastors. If you really think about it, it's not just a pastor complex. This complex happens to musicians. It happens yeah. to the worship team. It's so bad. It's not. It's not even funny. Like. Mm -hmm. If you're a musician, if you're well-known, like, I mean, you're a well-known musician in the church, you're a celebrity because you can pretty much get away with anything that you want. I know it doesn't happen everywhere, so that's why I'm saying disclaimer, it does not happen everywhere, okay? But we put that pedestal on musicians, we put that pedestal on the, on the, on the person that's leading, we put that pedestal on so many different areas, and we tend to forget that there is a humanity side of it. It's mm -hmm. not all about you because we've come to the point where now everything has to come to us. Instant soup, instant coffee, you know, being at home in, in 2021, school is at home, work is at home, church mm -hmm. is at home, yeah. entertainment is at home, mm -hmm. uh, fitness is at home. And it's become a central hub for all of us. Yeah. And it's having that come to us model and then when it should be we have to go to where people are and understand that but that's what i'm saying like we need to stop putting people on pedestals no matter how much because that comes with the abuse of power which is a problem mm -hmm. yeah. wow it's, it's something else that i kind of want to talk about that we didn't really have on our list for today like I'll break it down because <laughs> we giving them too much gems today. Yeah, break it down, John. With our fellow black people, you hear something called. This is another, not just a money thing, is a reason why some of our fellow black people have stopped going to church. But this saying right here, the white man's Bible. 
Oh, I mentioned this last episode. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. white man's Bible. Yeah. Oh. And if you look at the Bible, if you read the Bible, you will see many people are from the Africa area. Yes. But you don't know that because you just trust everything that you see on Facebook, the black power people telling yeah. you it's the white man's Bible. Mm-hmm. Just I'll say this: just because somebody misuses something doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. Those slave masters, when they was like, yeah. "Oh, this says right here that um, servants, uh, you know, obey your masters," yeah, and that's and not it's not in the context of what you know that they think that is, and that's where a lot of some of the black people mm-hmm. get off on that is just saying, you know. That Bible and stuff like that is not, I'm not believing in no man in the sky. I'd rather believe, but here, here they are. They'll say, I'll, I'll believe in the universe. I believe in my greater power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, A greater power. I believe in my horoscope. I believe in my, my positive energy. You know, where do you think all that comes from? Oh, you tapped into something that <laughs> I don't even want to. I like. I'm, I'm so don't want to. Like, because here's that's, I'll, I'll, that's, a, that's another topic for another yeah. day. But I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna yeah. say this. Just a little bit. This saying, this saying that we we hear. Um. Um. What was it? Um. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Mm. We've heard that saying for so many years. So mm. many years. Oh, one day, you know. We're, we're, we're going to be on top and, and uh, you know, that's not really what it means. And we hear that like, oh, one day Black America, Black, America, Black Canada is going to be on top. And it's not the case at all. Like we've been, we've been misquoting and misusing this thing for years and not understanding. And even to take it a step further, what's worse now is that even for our black people, unfortunately, we leave in black pastors and go into multi-ethnic churches to serve under the white people, white pastors. No offense, but mm-hmm. that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just the way that the world's changing now, you know, it, it's it's scary, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is. Um, so we're gonna move on to the next question. Did we already? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did it. So yeah. the next one is, you know, when it comes to um, music, the musicians, um, should should a, a musician be a member of the church in order to play the music in the church? Oh, that's a tough question because okay. there's so yeah. many schools. Member, no, not be a member. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, preferably, if you're a guest musician and you don't go, then that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to church, like because I see it, we see it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you're there and you're you've been there and you have some sort of tenure and you're active, mm-hmm. then yeah, you should be. Mm-hmm. You, you should you should be because a there's a there's a sense of there's a sense of like you know homeliness to it, right? But I've yeah. seen people that don't that don't even go to the church and yet they're still playing because a it could be the check, it could be they could provide yeah. some sort of value. It could be so. I mean, it could go both. It could go both ways, but generally, most times, mm-hmm. it, it should be that the it should be that the unfortunately. I think 
It's good for short term. Short term is good because you got somebody that can play the music for you. Yes. You mean, you mean if they're not a member? Yeah, if oh, they're okay. not a member. Okay. Long term, if they are not a member, I don't yeah. think I think it's poison. And mm-hmm. I think you I think that if you are setting yourself up for failure mm. if you do that. Okay. Um, because what's gonna happen is it's gonna be all about the money. And the moment they don't get what they want, the moment that something bad happens, or if something with the finances is not the way that they want to yeah. see it go, yeah. it's not gonna be good. You know, and and the moment somebody else can pay them more. Oh, them out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know. If you got a, a storefront church and then you get, you know, uh, I don't know, you get some big time person like Jamal Bryant. He called you up mm-hmm. and said, I want you to come play for me. You go, They're going to be gone. Exactly. They're, yeah. they're, they're not they're not um, committed, committed yeah. to anything. They mm-hmm. have yep. no commitment to it. Mm-hmm. They have nothing tying them to that to that place. Yeah, you true. know, it, it, and it. As far as the anointing, sometimes it doesn't even matter how much you know anointing or the presence of God you have. They people don't care, you know. Well, they do not care. That money will talk to them if, if they're not a member, you yep. know. So I think short term is good. Good if you're mm-hmm. just trying to get things started with your church, mm-hmm. or you just need right now. You just need music to be played. You need a push. But long term, I don't. I don't think. I yeah. think you're setting yourself up for failure. I yeah. think, and then it comes, and then not only that, it touches into the other issue now. Okay, you're getting the check. You're getting fifty dollars a week from a storefront church. Yeah, should you be paying tithes? That's the other question that comes. Oh yes, wow. exactly. That 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 comes that comes into play too, right? Mm-hmm. Should you be paying tithes? Should you be giving back a portion? Now, mm-hmm. me, if I were in that situation and. Our institution, you give back to the house that blessed you. That's mm. my that's my thing. Give back to the house that blessed you. Okay? Because yeah. they didn't have to. There's a lot of musicians that are working for free. There's a lot of worship leaders that are working for free. Not because the fact that the church can't pay them. They're doing it because either A, the church doesn't have the resources, B, they're committed to the vision, C, they they just like the fact that they're just able to give. Now with everybody now with the situations change, loyalties have changed. Mm-hmm. With everything that's going, loyalties have changed. Your loyalties have shifted. Now it's like, okay, I'm unemployed. How am I gonna leave money? Is it really worth for me to leave my house now to go get fifty dollars? Is it really mm-hmm. worth me leaving my house to go get a check that's that's paying me and there's nobody in the nobody to see me mm-hmm. other than the camera? Mm-hmm. Like now that's the other question. Mm-hmm. Right. So um should should musicians pay ties or I guess they should. They well, what if they're not a member, so they shouldn't. Even if you're not a member, you should pay tithes. The government still takes his piece when, when you, when you, even when you're a contractor. So why would God not take his piece? Even though they're not a member, you're saying they still should. Put I think Jamie's in. talking about. Are you talking about when? If a musician ten, is not. No, no, no. With, I think Jamie's talking about in the Bible. He's talking about the ten percent that you get a God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'm yeah. talking about if you're not a member of that church, do you still give the tithes? Well, he, I think Jamie, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, but I think mm-hmm. Jamie's saying that it doesn't matter if you're a member there or not, you should have somewhere where you're uh, where you're giving. 
At least that. Okay. At least that. Right? At so least. they should have a church home. You, sh- you should. You yeah. should. And then that, that that's that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, like if they give me an honorarium, I'm not expecting you to pay that. I'm not expecting you to pay that, right? Because you know, the Bible says make your calling and like ensure make everything you know, the issues of the the issues of the heart, right? So you gotta know like how you're gonna make it right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, think. I truly believe that every musician should be paid guys. Absolutely. If you're working, you have a deal pay your guys. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's not even a question. If you're working and the government's giving you something or you get some sort of funds that income someone, pay your tax. Absolutely. Yeah. Because okay. that's the least that God, that's the least. That's like the bare minimum that God could ask of you. Right? Yeah. To say, mm-hmm. you know what, thank you, God, for doing everything. You know, here's my little fortune. It may not be much, and I may not have much, and I may not have food on the table for next week, but I know that you still provide. And it's not even if you wanted something from God. It's just to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with the ties, now unbelievers might not, it might not make, even the Bible says certain stuff not going to make sense to unbelievers. Mm-hmm. So I will, I'm not expecting when, if there's any unbelievers listening to this part to understand. I'm more yeah. so with this part talking to the church uh, people, people who go to church. Mm-hmm. When it comes to paying your tithes, that's not supposed to be about the pastor anyway. True. You, you're not supposed to get be getting into the conversation about should I be given. That's mm-hmm. what that's not between you and that pastor anyway. That's between you and God with mm-hmm. your finances. You giving your ten percent is even is just telling God that you're just grateful to even have income coming in. Yeah. You know? And now if you want to get technical about the pastor, should you be giving to him? You can be like, is this the God, is this the right place I should be putting my my seed into? Because mm-hmm. there is different ground and stuff, you know, that per se, you know, spiritually, that, you know, where your seed won't necessarily grow, won't prosper like that. Yeah. You won't get anything back in your life if you're pouring into a somebody who, um, per se, is not, not the right person to be pouring into, you know. So that's why it's also important to pray about where you're supposed to be at, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so do you think? So you mentioned about how some musicians play for uh, for free, but do you think musicians should get paid for their craft? Let me ask you this. Yes. LeBron gets paid fifty million dollars for his craft. Okay. Not everyone can do what LeBron does. Mm-hmm. Okay, if LeBron gets paid fifty million dollars for his craft, there's a reason why he gets paid fifty million dollars for his craft. Okay. Yeah. I'll use another example. You play a plumber to come and do a job. Why would you not pay the musician? It's a specialized skill. An mm-hmm. usher cannot do what a musician does. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually I agree. Yeah, no yeah. about it's a specialized it. skill. An usher can't do what a what a musician does. A, you know how many hours it takes to learn your instrument, to learn the keys, to learn the frets on a bass guitar, to learn, you know, how to hold the drumsticks the right way, how to train your voice appropriately, what not to do when you're about to sing, what to do when you need to sing, you know, how to lead a team, how to lead a choir, how to teach parts, how to you know, deal yeah. with the technical team. 
that 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 drives you insane every week and, and, and doesn't get the sides on sides on time in church. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a lot. That's why I say not everyone can do what a musician does. There's yeah. some that are super skilled and have reached like ultimate stardom, and then there's others that are just I'm just here at the storefront and I've been able to do it. I'll give you an example. So there are people here, I'm in Canada, and there are people that came from other countries, came here, started church, and all they could do is play piano, and then they ended up being a pastor, right? They started, and then they ended up building the skills for somebody else to take over so they could focus on what they're called to do, right? If a plumber can take the same approach, then why can't musicians? Why can't pastors? Why can't specialized workers? Right? It's like a it's like you studying in school. You put all these hours in. You're paying somebody to do it. They're, the reason why you're paying them is because they they have to get insurance. They have to learn their craft. They have to deal with people's emotions. They have to transport their gear. They have to take mm-hmm. down their gear. They have to come play for choir days and 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 special mm-hmm. conventions and Valentine's mm-hmm. dinners and Mm-hmm. And all these different things. So that's what I'm saying. It's very specialized. Not everybody can do what a musician does. Everyone thinks it's just playing piano or playing bass or playing drums or singing or playing organ or, or use it playing a tambourine or whatever the, or playing the washboard. But it's mm-hmm. more than that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So okay. I agree. Do you agree, John? Because yeah, you, you play the drums, right? Yeah, a little, a little bit, and then I, I, oh, I sung. Yeah, you so, um, I definitely get that. Now, I started off. I've never gotten. I've never been in a situation where I've gotten paid. Mm-hmm. I de- but I definitely can see why people would want to get paid. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely can um, can see that. I personally, I was like, um, I felt like I was doing it for God. So that's how I yeah. started. You know, I just had a feeling like I'm just doing it for God. But on the other hand, I definitely can see why somebody be like, okay, I'm doing it for God, and it would be nice if I could get paid because, yeah. yep. excuse me, it would be nice if I could get paid because I'm spending, like you said, I'm spending my time learning these things, or mm-hmm. I might already be a professional at what I do, and I already I spent time becoming that professional, you know, or yeah. I spend time you know the, the church might be an hour away mm-hmm. you know or sometimes i might pastor might ask me to go uh back him up over at this church and yeah. i gotta drive over there you know i that and no in those cases i can definitely see why you would want to you know get paid well and also it could be somebody's only job as could a music be, they yeah. could make money just oh yeah just that that yeah. can only be their job yeah so think of it Think of it this way. Mm-hmm. If, if if church were the NBA draft pick, mm-hmm. who would you want to pay for to get the best talent, to get the best out of it? If we're supposed to give God our best, not just the people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if church was like an NBA lottery draft pick? Mm. Yeah. Life would be completely different because you'd want yeah. to pay to get the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why would we want to expect anything less? And that's just the human side of it. Now, if mm. we go the God side of it, it's completely different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, I know, I know people don't want to pay musicians and, stuff, and singers and dance, praise well, dancers, because cause I, yeah. I praise dance mm-hmm. a good amount of years. Yeah. I think back in the day, though, mm-hmm. everybody had the mindset where I'm just serving just for oh. the Lord. But as life went on, um, so that, you know, the finances started going up and up and up. So the cost of living is going up now. Yep. So now it's like, you know, it costs gas for money for me to do this. It costs money oh, yeah. for me to um, pay for this keyboard. If, if the keyboard's not already there, uh, it costs money for me to get my, uh, what is it? When the, the dancers that they have their, um, some of them have the, like the flags, yeah, the, the flags and yeah, stuff flags, like that. The flags, garments, the garments, yeah. and all yeah. that stuff like that. You yeah. know, if you're cooking, it costs money to buy that food. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're the cook there, you know, if you're picking up church members, it costs. Oh yeah, it costs yeah. Money a, a to go personal pick. shuttle bus yeah, thing. Yeah, a shuttle yeah. bus. Yeah. You know, all this stuff costs gas. You know, yeah, uh, uh, costs money rather. So you know. It was it was a good thing back in the day that you could everybody could have a mindset where we're doing this for the Lord. But as um, things came to be where they are now in the world that we live in, mm-hmm. people, it's harder for people to come with that mindset because they're struggling at home. Yep. To pay their bills. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the mindset now is this and especially now like look how many musicians are out of work right now mm-hmm. like there are no tours there are no there are mm-hmm. no concerts there's no football super bowl halftime show there's no there's no none of that now uh, yeah like mm-hmm. yeah it's now either streaming or nothing yeah for now yeah, yeah for, not, now. for now but like at the same time we have to realize that, like, yes, the church finances are going to be low. Giving might drop 20%, and you might not see 20% of the people come back in 2022 mm. or 2023 or whatever the case may be. Um, but at the, at, at the same time, you still need musicians. You mm. still need a technical director. You still need a pastor. Mm-hmm. You yeah. still need... So there is still a need in the community. So mm-hmm. why would you stop now and say that we can't take care of we can't take care of musicians? We can only take care of the pastor. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that probably I don't know. Maybe Bishop Dix is still getting a salary. Maybe 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 his musicians are getting a salary. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody that you see here that's on 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 live stream they're still getting a salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, from what I hear, I heard that, um, specifically, I don't know about Creflo Dollar and um, what's the other lady name, Paula White? No, not oh, yeah, Paula White, too, but um, what is her name? Uh, George, George Meyer, yeah, George Meyer. I don't know if they're on what, what did you call it, um, Jamie, if they're on the on the on the on the on salary? Yeah, salary. I don't know if they're on salary from the church, like taking money from the church. But I know T D Jakes and Joel Osteen, they don't take uh 
money from the church. I think their money is coming from uh the what books videos. that they wrote, oh, okay. the, the the movies yeah. that they produced, um, and then they go speak other places that they get where they get yeah. their money from. Hmm. And I well, think the same thing with uh um what's his name uh Brian Corn as well. I think. No, he, he still gets a he still gets a he has to. I mean, you have a three night convention online, and I mean you got you got oh, yeah, you yeah. got you got to be able to take care of take care yeah, of yeah. people, man. Mm. Yeah. So interesting. So look, this is uh, my question. This is going to lead up to mm. our last little topic that we're going to be talking about, which is the spirituality of music. You know, well, do does it affect? people does music affect people mentally or spiritually but in into that i kind of want to ask this like um should musicians should they should they be playing for if they're okay if they're not a member of the church but more so if they are a member of the church should they be playing for the church but also on other days like on a saturday be playing for people like maybe jay-z yeah oh or, that's a good question you know other people like yeah. that so, so the, the atmosphere yeah. i mean like you or know. how about sing or playing for kanye west <laughs> singing for kanye west Can you remember he came out with that jesus that well i mean that's kind of still you still talking about jesus though right yeah, oh, no, I'm talking about if you just straight up, you just straight up from one night Saturday, you playing or you're singing for somebody like a Beyonce or Jay Z, and then everybody's smoking, oh. everybody's drinking, yeah. and then the next morning you wake up and you go play for or sing for the oh. church. Hmm. You know, it is should should that be okay or what, what do you? That, it, here's what here's my thoughts. If that is your livelihood, like okay, so let me ask you this: What's the difference between you playing for Beyonce and you playing at a jazz club. There's no music. There's no words. Mm-hmm. And you're playing at a jazz club mm-hmm. with the same environment, but there's, there's no music. It's just you, music, and people. There's no words. There's no nut. There's no nothing you said. It's just the environment, mm-hmm. right? But then mm-hmm. the question comes. Okay, yeah. Everyone say, "Yo, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that, that, that's perfectly fine." But then, then they say, hey, you're playing for Beyonce, you're playing for the Super Bowl halftime show, or you're playing for uh, some famous person, or it's a, pro- it's a problem. But mm-hmm. if that's your livelihood, if that's how you get paid, and that's how you make your money, more power to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a morality thing. Or yeah. it comes down to, like, what, like, if you... How comfortable you are. Yeah, how comfortable you are. And also in the Bible does say we have to separate ourselves from the world. That's yes. not really separating yourself from the world. You still sure, c- wanna, come out yeah. from amongst yeah, them. Lukewarm. Uh, lukewarm. A lot of people are lukewarm. Yeah. yeah. So, or you can't mix new wineskin with old wineskin. Exactly. Mm. Right? So you want old wine. One or the other. Which one you want to do more? Exactly. There's actually a lot of singers who do that. They they start in the church. Who Jamie Foxx started in the church. Yeah, this little, little there's in the lots. Church. Ooh, I've, I've never heard of a, of, of a secular singer that has not started and not in even Beyonce started in the church because yep. she used to know. have like songs about um God and stuff. Well, yeah, about Jesus. Like back when she started, she had I a couple think, of songs that were like from the church. And then, of course, Michelle that was in that's well, yeah. well, Michelle, she's yeah. still 
and like, she, she, she goes back gospel. and forth. Yeah, she goes yeah. back and yeah. forth with it. But um, I don't know. That's a good question, though. I mean, it comes down. I think, I, I think it's between them and God. Them <laughs> and God, yeah. We can't, we can't. I don't think anybody can answer that question. I, I don't really, have really, that's just like saying, that's just like saying Monday to Friday, I work at a job and all they do is cuss and swear all day long. And then Sunday, I come to church. Yeah. yeah I'm in the environment. Mm. I can't do anything about it. It's a job. It's, mm. it's, it's a job. I'm in the environment, it's, mm. but that is even that is front of my mind. So I'm like, where's the line? Where is where's the line in terms of that? Like, oh, you mean like okay? So, you know, am I gonna stop working because they cussing at work? You know, exactly. Um, yeah. Am I giving? Am I giving that up? Like, am I giving that up? Man, that's um, hard. Yeah. Well, it it is hard. Yeah. It's like teaching in a way. Yeah. Are you? okay with teaching about um the some of the history when you know it's not you know uh, factual factual exactly you know you know what i'm saying it's like you still you still need to make money yeah, though yeah when they say benjamin franklin Frank. or about um columbus columbus christopher columbus christopher columbus we know the truth about christopher columbus but mm-hmm. we uh, teachers we gotta still teach that yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know so it's the same. Oh no, I position. think it's it has to. I think those two things has to do with the person personally. Mm-hmm. It as long as it doesn't start to affect your walk, your walk with mm-hmm. God, you know. Mm-hmm. And if if your pastor who is the head of you is is okay with you, if he if they think that you know that you can do that without. It affecting the whole you or the whole church as a as a whole, then that's that's between you, your pastor, and, and God. Yeah, you know? exactly. I personally would not do that because I wouldn't want my mind over here with these yeah. people, and then I got to wake up Sunday morning and sing, sing or play the gospel. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk about you know or play along with girl shake your booty and then i gotta wake up and say <laughs> you know girl shake your booty or i want to sex you up and down and yeah then I wake up and say holy 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 that's for my musicians out there okay it's a job but can you really take yourself from you just last night you was in the atmosphere <laughs> of the girl let me lick you up and down me... <laughs> now you gotta go over here and, <laughs> <laughs> and usher people into the presence of god oh, so that, that's the thing musicians like that Them church mothers would be would be furious like that is not that i am very disappointed in you <laughs> <laughs> or you might you might mess around and slip up at, at church wait, and, so, and sing, play, sing something playing, that's or play, play something. Please start playing that beat from yeah. the song. Oh, but we hear this all the time. No, 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 we get, no, we get the good, we get the good stuff. Here. <laughs> <laughs> now we get the good stuff here. Okay, you slip up. Look at all this. Oh my gosh, look <laughs> at some of these church songs that we're singing now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at how they're based off of other songs that have already come out. Or secular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard. Like, if you actually listen, if you could match up, like, it's just 
the way that they phrase it, but it's the same chords. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same style, but mm. it just has the word Jesus in it. Mm. Or it has, and it, it's it's so hilarious because it's only in the black church. It's not you don't hear that when it comes to like a hill song. Mm-hmm. Because hill songs only four chords. Yeah. Right? You don't hear that in a hill song all the time. You might hear that in like the gospel scene because it's so prevalent because a lot of the music that we hear is all taken from mm. the gospel scene, right? And that's why the gospel genre is so big. It should mm. be even bigger than this, but it's so big because everybody samples off of it. Yeah, like Kirk Frank. Yeah. He does that, but mm-hmm. you know why he does that? Most of them, like Ty Tribbett, all of them, they do that so they can attract the youth. Yeah, they say that they it, it helps that them pull in the youth. Pull in the, uh, the, the youth. Yeah. So well, the youth are leaving the church in droves, man. It's actually pretty scary. Mm. Yeah. And I don't that, know. It's, it's blurry lines, man. Especially yeah. if if you um if you're just starting out, if you're like yeah. a beginner, like um just became a christian it's is it's like um it's kind of it can get confusing yeah, like it but, is. yeah because it's blurred lines we have to have boundaries or something we i feel like we crossed but well, that's the thing I, I don't think i think that's the problem where the church is now we went from one extreme to the other extreme so we went from one extreme where we was telling people you couldn't wear red lipstick a red dress yeah, or you could or tight get, clothing. Uh, I mean, tight clothing. Yeah, you know, short. Like yeah, a, a you short couldn't shorts. Yeah. yeah, no, you couldn't do this yeah. or that. And then now you have the church where you can pretty much, pretty much do anything you want to or dress however you want to. Yeah, and no one can well, say. Well, they say come as you are. Yeah, come <laughs> as you are. Come as you are. You are come as you are, but not. Well, Stay as you, as you are. Yeah. But then here's the thing, okay? So now let's take that even step further. You have biker church. Mm-hmm. You have hip hop church. Because mm-hmm. there is a church that just focuses and just plays bare hip hop. Their praise and worship is a DJ. Yeah. Oh, I've never been to a church like that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a good church like that. You have yeah. beach church. Mm. You have all these different environments of church, mm-hmm. but yet they still fit to somebody. Mm. So as long as my thing is this, as long as the message does not get lost in translation, because the gospel doesn't change. We all can agree on that. Yeah. Right. As long as the principles and the the the, the essentials are, are being taught. Yeah. Like, that's where that's where my biggest thing is. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. As long I don't care if it's uh you rapping, you oh, you got yeah. jeans on, yeah, maybe somebody might have tattoos. I don't yeah. none of that. Your hair, you got color in your hair, you got you know, you got three earrings in your ear, you know, you got gym shoes on it, none none of that matters. What matters is that what, what is where's your heart at? You know, exactly. what's yeah. the heart condition? Yeah, what, where's yeah. your heart condition? You know, if there is something uh, that you can change in your character, are you willing to change? Mm-hmm. You know, um, are you gonna let God mold you? You know, 
uh, like I like I had already said before, I believe personally that you should let anybody come in as they are, come in as you are. Yeah. The, the only problem that I think the youth now is teaching, like people that's our age, is that they they letting them come at in as they are, but they're not telling teaching them how to change. That's yeah. where the problem is coming. In. And back, yeah, in, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And back in the back in the day, they mm-hmm. hit the other extreme of that was that you got somebody in there and immediately you would try to change them and tell them or you would rebuke them and tell them you got this on. You got that on. You look like a horror monger. Mm-hmm. You yeah. in front of the whole church, you know, that's embarrassing. That, yeah, you yeah, can't. That is embarrassing. That, so, oh, you, yeah, that's what I mean when I say we went from one extreme yeah. to the other. Yeah. We went from rebuking people in front of the whole church. Yeah, and to now we doing stuff where ain't nothing wrong. Uh, you can do anything you want to. We got to find a, a, a balance. A balance. Yes. It has yeah. to be a balance. Uh, but I'm talking too much, Jamie. What, I, what you think? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, I'm just listening to what you say. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to ask you, Jamie, something right. though. The music. G- getting back to what we were saying before about how, um, like going back and forth to playing secular music and gospel or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm a little on the fence with that because um I but I feel like music does attach is attached with things, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're in it, if you're playing that music, then I feel like you're you're putting you're putting yourself in a position that I think is dangerous. And with for your like spiritually, I think it is. And then you just go back if you're going back and forth. Right. So music and I've um, listened to some artists who are Christ, um, gospel artists who have ter- um, used secular music in their songs and they got criticized yeah. for it. So because music is attached to things like spirits. So, yeah. Jamie, what do you think about that? Do you agree when Christian when you, when artists you say music, you're talking about the chords and stuff like the that, beats? Right? Yeah. 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 So, so, Jamie, do you agree with Christian artists or um, gospel artists who use secular the beats to um, use in their music? I don't have anything wrong with the beats per se because I'll give you an example. So, I'm a keyboard player, right? So, back in the day, there, there used to be a thing. They used to say there was a certain chord that we could play that was called the, the 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 it was a bad chord, right? We couldn't play it. Like if we played it, we get rebuked. Like it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. If I say the name of the chord, then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, this is not a bad thing." Well, mm-hmm. back in the day, it was a problem. Now you hear this thing in in so much gospel music, it's not even funny. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, my thing is this. Music is an extension of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Every chord you play tells a story of who you are, what you listen to, how you play, mm-hmm. uh, what, you, what you're feeding into yourself. You adopt the styles of who you look into and who you want to be like. Yeah. Right? So my thing is this. As long as you know how to step, and this is where I say, because I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted on this too, right? Yeah. Because... You can listen to something, inject it into a gospel song tomorrow morning, and mm. then everyone loves it. Yeah. And then you could inject it, and it'd be the wrong place at the wrong time. So I'm saying, like, when it comes to, like, the whole spirits and music thing, 
just be mm. careful what you put into your body. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, be careful what you put in. Like, it's okay if you listen to like a little bit of like, and you're feeding off of creativity and you want to inject creativity because that's how songs are birthed. That's how music is birthed. That's how feelings are birthed. That's why when you can listen to a, a, a love song, you're bawling your eyes out. Yeah. Or a, a biker song and you're, and you're banging your head like crazy. Yeah. Uh, right? So it's just a matter of what you put in is what you get out of it. That's my thing. Yeah. I can't yeah. even give you a definite, like, yo, don't listen to this song because this song is terrible. Like, you can't. You can't restrict yeah. people's creativity. It's just. That's true. The creativity part is true. But a lot of people don't believe that music is a spiritual thing. It is. They just think, oh, it's just music. It's just like rap and all that. But let me give you an example because I do my research. Okay, for example, I don't know if anybody heard about the new song by Tory Lanez. It's called, I don't even know how to say the word. <laughs> S-K-A-T featuring the baby. Scat. That's how you say it, right? So he just came out about a week ago. He just came out with the music video. And um, in the music, the music video shows an exorcism. And so I don't know. I have to read, I have to listen to the words, but the, just the music video was disturbing, first of all. And I'm like, what is what I, what did I just watch? And that is it's important. Like, why I, I wonder why why would like somebody listen to that? Just saying, I don't know. I just it was just disturbing. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I, I I you know, social media gone awry, right? So mm. I, I think that why somebody would listen to that is because mm. shock value number one. Mm. Okay, you see someone you see, you know. A couple black, a couple black guys holding up the one, and, and 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 flipping through pages of the Bible, and then you have some person in a white dress with stuff all over their face, and they vomit out like it's yeah, like you know what I mean. Shock value number one, number two, controversy. Okay, what breeds attention is controversy. Anything that's controversial always gets attention. So I see why I did it. The business move number three. Anything that's hot and connected with the church, if the church was in the in the news, I think that that like he actually took time to think that out. Like he actually yeah. sat down with creative producers and actually took time to think it out. And he said, yeah. "Okay, yo, I want to, I want to, I want to get new viewers. What's the one thing that creates controversy? The church. The church. Yeah. yeah. The church. Right. The church is always in the forefront. Could have used like he could have done one of those ones where it's like a car." bunch of beautiful women but that's been done 50 million times right yeah right. so mm -hmm. number three he wanted to uh, number four actually he wanted to combine the classics with somebody else so what i mean by that is if anybody ever watched those scary movies back in the day mm -hmm. what they they that is like almost a scene from a movie so yeah. there's a there's an instant connection there's an instant there's an instant connection that i feel like i'm a part of this I'm a part of what's going on. I'm a part of, you know, this experience. Even though it's just a video, I'm a part of it. Like, oh my gosh, like I connected that. I remember watching scary movies like that. Like, come on, let me check this out. Let me see. This might be interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do definitely think that there was a there 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 there's gotta be some sort of spirit thing behind that. Like that's without a shadow of a doubt. Like 
There's, yeah. there's more than that because you're gonna replay it 50 million times and not realize that there was a meaning behind why you chose what you chose. Yeah. Have you heard of um? Have you heard of Craig Lewis? I. Uh, Yes, Craig Lewis. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. So he put he. I, I seen a video of him where he had he had them reverse one of uh Jay Z's songs. Oh yeah, I heard. About yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Reverse it. It's saying "Murder Jesus." Oh, really? And mm. I think um, that's one of the things where. And, and, and then Jay Z, of course, he has this picture out of um. It said I forgot what it says. It's something on the shirt. And then when you look up the words on the shirt, it has to do with sat satism. Yeah. What is this recent? No. No. This is, this is old. This yeah, is oh, old. okay. Oh, this way is, back. This way but, back. Oh, okay. But like a lot of that stuff, yes. There, and that's what I said. A lot of these guys don't really think they think that they're just signing to a label. It, it, it's more than it's more than that. Like it's more than you're 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 signing your life away, and mm -hmm. and that's why every everybody's like, oh yo, don't sign with the record label. Become independent. Be creative. You know, do your own thing. That's why. That's why you look at. I'll give you an example. Chance the Rapper. He didn't sign with no label. He literally got a Grammy without having to sign with nobody, and he runs his own. Little mini empire. Yeah. Yeah. True. Right. Because he doesn't for that. Yeah. He doesn't want to have anybody control. Anybody say I have to wear this in this video. I have to do this x amount of numbers to make money. I have to do this to do all of these cool things. I have to hit a certain, you know, spot on the on the on the Billboard Top 100. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I can just do it on my own and have my fans rally around me. Because yeah. I'm doing something that they're engaged, they're in part of, right? Okay. So, well, mm. now I see why my mom would say she wouldn't want me to listen to certain things when I was younger. Yeah, it's easy, <laughs> yeah. To think, especially to as church people, mm -hmm. to think that other people that don't listen to secular music are just being for uh, religious. Yeah, it's actually not a not religious, not not because of religion, but for spiritual reasons, you shouldn't, if you're a believer, you really shouldn't be every day, you know, whatever you, you know, but every day listening to it is probably not a good idea, especially, I would say, if you're going to listen to secular music, at least watch who you're listening, you know, exactly. you know, yeah, people that's obvious, obviously doing witchcraft and Satanism, like, yep. you know, Lady Gaga, and Rihanna, you no know, Rihanna. Why? Why yeah. would you wanna? If you, if, yeah, why would you wanna take? If they put that in their video, then what's on their their music? You know, yeah. and why when you feel sad instead of turning to God, you would rather turn on. Just think about that. Yeah. If I'm feeling down, something's telling me to listen to Rihanna rather than listen to gospel. Something's telling me to listen to Jay Z rather than read a read, read my Bible. Like mm -hmm. something in you as a believer should be like, okay, I should. Why do I get upset when people tell me I should be listening or reading my word, or listening to gospel, or reading my word? What? Why? Uh, I hear a lot of see a lot of people believers 
they really get up. I, I, you would expect that from somebody who's not a believer in God, you know, because they just wouldn't understand it. But for yeah, believers but, to be like, oh, you're just being religious. Or you're being judgmental. You, you, you're yeah. being judgmental, yeah. you know. And they, they don't understand because of maybe the background of the church that they grew up in, that they're actually the religious ones. <laughs> that's the funny part. They're telling the person that's um, sticking more so to um, being with, trying to have more so of a positive mindset. You, you talk about trying to have a positive mindset. If you're sad about somebody who just cheated on you, mm-hmm. why would you listen to Rihanna talking about somebody that cheated on her or so, or, or some other or Keisha Cole or Shanti or yeah. whoever it is or, or, or Janae or, uh, uh, what's her name? Janae Akio or however you say her <laughs> name. Yeah. Why yeah. would you listen to somebody who's talking about F my ex, uh, you know, F him, I want to kill him, um, you know, F love, you know, it's then, no, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. You were no, I was you're I heard a song um, just from getting in the car with one of my um, companions like a year ago. The guy I got in the song, the guy was talking about he wanted to die. Wait, what, I, what, I, don't, I can't you remember forgot. what the name of it. He, he, he said he was literally saying he wanted to die. And I can't remember. I'm mad I can't remember what the name of that song. So it's some songs like that. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's multiple songs yeah. like that. So it's like, okay, if you're feeling sad, ask yourself, why is it that I feel more comfortable turning on, you know, the Janae Akios and the Rihannas and the Beyonce's mm-hmm. rather than turning on, you know, Marvin Sapp, Fred Hammond, Never you know, why, why, what in your... Why does it feel religious to you to do that? You know, I think you. I think you should really, real, just realize that that's really the enemy telling you, like, oh no, don't do that. That's just being religious. Keep listening yeah, it's a to the spiritual thing. You know, yeah. that's that reverse psychiatry that he's, you know, that he's doing on you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then for my unbelievers, even I hear unbelievers say that. Even that, that's the crazy part that. Believers don't even understand. I hear unbelievers. I have conversations with them. They said, I somebody I used to work with said, because I do security. She said she was working in a warehouse and she don't even really believe in God like that. But she had she was working in the warehouse all by herself and she just felt like really eerie just being in the the warehouse because the warehouse was like a it wasn't uh it was like an abandoned warehouse. So she just felt weary like really eerie being in there so she said she actually turned on gospel music and started to feel better now if somebody that don't believe know to turn gospel on why can't you as a believer have the common sense to say if (laughs) i'm feeling down you need to turn to god rather than turn to somebody that's talking about the exact thing that you going through that's it that's it oh no that's a good question john but we we can see that does affect people spiritually and mentally, yeah, it does. It does. It does. And, and now, and now, with the advent of everything that's going on right now, now mm-hmm. more than ever, look how many people are now turning to, uh, you know, music mm-hmm. to heal their wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it is it, more so. Like, look, if Spotify yeah. can have the best year of their life, mm-hmm. 
and YouTube can have the best year of their life. Yeah. What does that say for the music industry? That says that people are now turning to music to wallow yeah. away their sorrows and, and really help them cope mm -hmm. in a world that's disappointing. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, music plays a super important role in the life of people that are church, people that are de church, the unbelievers, people that don't believe, the atheists, the agnostics, the people that the people that go to church, like and there's a whole spiritual side of it that people are not seeing and understanding. And it takes a little bit of discernment and a little bit of foresight into the future to realize that like Either A, you're going to lead yourself across a bridge or lead yourself off a cliff. Mm. What you consume and how you behave and how you react. Yeah. Mm. And music wasn't never like this. The, and the devil perverted music. He was, he was over music uh, when he was an angel. Mm -hmm. For sure, right? Yeah. 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 So once he when he got kicked out, then he was like, okay, you know, the devil like perverse everything. Yeah, I think so. This Bible says that his um body was literally made out of instruments like the inside of it. Yep. And yeah. the thing about what believers don't understand is that even with when it comes down to the devil, God is not a Indian giver. So he doesn't give sorrow without repentance, meaning that God doesn't take your gift away. So even if I'm if I'm a singer, right? Mm -hmm. I go like all these people, Tank, Beyonce, Jamie Foxx, you know, they choose to use their gift in another way. Mm -hmm. God isn't gonna take their voice away because they you that's their free will. Yep. You know? And the same with the devil. He still has that same body, you know. So if he still has the same body, that means he still has the same gift. Oh, that yeah. he has with that music, with the music. you know, yeah. I'm not even going yeah, I'll, I'll let the person that's listening to think about, you know, think about that, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, we just want to make people aware about yeah. the different music yeah. they listen to. Yeah, even you know. if you are a non-believer, you still should be wary of what you listen to because mentally even if you don't believe in god and being spiritual and things of that nature oh yeah mentally you shouldn't be listening to everything i think you know i don't know this would be good to do what well, i was just thinking maybe people should do an experiment and like listen to certain music and see how it makes them feel no there are studies on that though yeah like yeah. just experiment like just do it but they don't put no gospel in those studies though Oh, no. oh you right about they that, Jamie. They don't. Of course they wouldn't, Jamie. They wouldn't. I nope. seen a, a video on the news a while ago where they had they they wired the person's brain up. Mm -hmm. And when the person when the it was a believer that came in mm -hmm. and they told her to start speaking in tongues, and mm -hmm. there was literally a part in the brain that doesn't normally function. Yeah. Started started lighting up on the on the screen when she started speaking in tongues. And I thought that was and I thought it, cool. yeah, I thought it was interesting because yeah, yeah, that it is. What? Yeah, if I can find that video, I'll send it to you, Jane. John, you you and I'll let you see it. Realize and, something. Yeah. What's that? Have it to me another Oh we, we yeah. went to a service. <laughs> yeah. We went to a service. Uh, 
what was that last Saturday? Yeah, we went. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. That. Oh wow. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So I have a question when it comes to music. Does it like? I I remember talking or like hearing about how they put um, beats and music where it hypnotized people. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm using the wor words correctly. It's something in the music where it's like you want to keep listening to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, you remember, okay, I'll give an example. This is like way back. So for people that are watching, this is like super old. But I just want to use, there was a song way back in the day called Friday. That's all I saw it was. It was just the word Friday. That, that's what Wait, it was. Friday? Like the yeah. day of the week Friday? Oh, okay. The, the day of the week. That's all it was. It was, okay. the number one, it was the number one hit way back in the day. Um, oh. And all it said was the word, it's Friday. That's that's literally all it was. And that it was just repeating over and over again. That song became a number one hit only because of the hook. A lot of these songs that, are, that we hear is because the beat stays the same throughout the whole entire song. It's just the hook. That, that, that really makes it pop and makes it interesting. That's why you can repeat a song 10 times and it'll never get boring. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Yeah. So, and that's why I said there's a lot of, there's a lot of psychology behind it. Hmm. That's what they say. It takes 21 days for someone to build a habit, right? So, hmm. you listen to that same song for 21 days, that song is not going anywhere out of your repertoire. Yeah. Right? So, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a skill. It's a very skill, and there's psychology behind it. From the chords you play to the hooks you sing to the words you say, there's a psychology behind music. And that's why heartbreak songs are beautiful. That's why everyone can remember way back in the day, like, if, if, I'm, if I'm in a heartbreak mood, I'm going to put on some sad music. If I'm in a great mood, I'm going to put on some good music. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm about to go and have a party, I'm about to put like some of the best rap music ever. Mm -hmm. I'm about to put Bruno Mars. I'm about to put um, mm -hmm. Daisy. I'm about to put all these different types of types of music on, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what it comes down to, with the leaders and with music, uh, the leaders with their musicians, I think everything has to do with responsibility. Mm -hmm communication um responsibility communication um being accountable accountability, accountability. yep um yeah uh, all of that um being being uh honest with each other oh, transparency, transparency. Mm -hmm. commitment too yeah commitment yes commitment well you yeah. know uh mm -hmm. you gotta look at yourself you know, self-evaluation. I think all of that uh, comes into play when it comes to music and when it comes to leadership and the church and how the church um, can win people's, win people's heart back, you know, um, especially not just the unbelievers, but the church people, people who have been a part of the faith that has been away from don't have a church anymore because yeah. they, they've been hurt, you know. Yeah. So, but this uh, this has been a really good time, my friend Jamie. This is yeah, a, man. It's, this it's been good. It's been, oh. Yeah, so many, we, so many nuggets are dropped, man. So yeah, many so many, so many. We got we probably we got other stuff to talk about, man. 
we can we probably can go live one day yeah you know uh we can even do another episode yes definitely do a part two man i want to i want to do a part two yeah do it we'll do a part two then do a part two let these guys come up and tell us what they want to what they want us to yeah yeah Yeah. definitely so if you um if you're looking at cj honesty's instagram um jamie i don't know if you have anything that you want them to follow yeah Uh, no just i encourage you i mean if you if you want to know tips and strategies on how to be a better leader in any marketplace whether it be the church whether it be music whether it be in other areas of your life i encourage you to just follow follow my podcast uh church x leaders podcast where we don't just talk about church we talk about everything that's in store uh just to help better your lives Mm. and they can find so they can find your podcast on on spotify or spotify title anchor okay Um, i'm in all i'm on all the the other platforms it's church all, X on all on all listening platforms that's church x leaders podcast jamie mckenzie yes, yes. and we are cj honesty and we want to thank you when we want to say uh doesn't matter who youtube page you are on today whether you are on jamie's uh church x leaders or whether you are on CJ Honesty, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button so yes. you can uh, and, and comment so you can be a part of the conversation. Please let us know what you guys think, whether you are unbeliever or a believer. If you have any questions, have any concerns or comments, or if you want to uh, contact us, where are we at CJ Honesty? Where can they, uh, how can they get in touch with us? Well, on Instagram at C. CJ Honesty, well, CJ Honesty is our Instagram. On YouTube, you search us at CJ Honesty Podcast, and you can also email us at CJ Honesty ninety one ninety two at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And Jamie, how can how uh, how can somebody get in contact with you if they want to work? With you? you guys, if you guys want, if you guys want to contact me, honestly, follow my podcast. Send me a voice note. That's the best way to get in contact with me. Follow my podcast. Send me a voice note. I listen to every voice note that everybody sends, and I respond right back to you. Whether you want me to respond by email, text, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm here because of you guys are here. So that's the best way. Definitely. So we want to thank you guys uh, for supporting both of the channels. Uh, keep looking out for more episodes. We are looking to have more episodes like this where we bring thought-provoking things mm-hmm. uh things that people don't normally talk about that the world needs to talk about in the church and in the world things that we need to address we hope that um this healed you in a way we hope that this provoked your thoughts mm-hmm. um, we hope that this encouraged you to possibly get closer to god wherever you are with your walk in god we hope that you would give our channels a chance uh by supporting us uh not so just so we can just be monetized but so that we can help others and spread uh the good news and also spread just positivity to everybody and get people help yeah yeah so that's what it's about this has been another episode of 
CJ Honesty. Until next time. Till next time. Peace, everybody. Peace, everybody. Yes.